episode of Coleman on Purpose. Thank you for joining me. This is David J. Coleman. I am so excited that you came to visit me for another episode. I do have a special guest here with me today that is here. Um, another one of my best friends it is my best friend, like from, from high school, grew up, well, not high school, junior high, as he would say. We grew up together um, very young and then carried through throughout and our friendship has 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 stood the test of time and it's, it's a blessing to have him here today and we're doing another revisited today and today it's kind of like a mixture because i have my best friend here with me and um he is uh this there was an episode i did called get you a best friend when i talk about a friend in there this is the one this is kevin and uh kevin has uh been here like i said for a very long time and so when i talk about that that is how the mixture of Get Your Best Friend and my episode of Industry Baby. So we're going to be revisiting the episode of Industry Baby. Kevin, how you feeling today? Hey, to here. I'm good. I'm good. I just need to make a correction because we get into this argument all the time. <laughs> I have known David J. Coleman since the fourth grade. He refuses to accept this. Yeah. I have known him since the fourth grade <laughs> and the lies he's been telling junior high. No, fourth grade <laughs> elementary band. So he, he insists that I've known him since the fourth grade. I say I may have known him since junior high, maybe like sixth grade. I might give you sixth grade maybe, but, or something like that. No, the, the infamous bassoon, what instrument is this? That's true. <laughs> I may have known, I can vaguely remember that story. So yes, I think I, I did ask him what kind of instrument he played. And that's how we became friends from there on out. Cause he played a big old bassoon. So yeah, we grew up in, we played in band together and we've, We've known each other for quite a long time, so it is. It's amazing to have him here, and he's not usually. He doesn't usually do stuff like this. So for him to be on here, I'm very, I'm very excited because he usually <laughs> wouldn't get on anything like this. He just likes. He's like one of the ones that are like sit back in the cut and just watch and encourage you from afar. But I'm happy that I could actually get him on here to like break some things down. Now I will warn you before we start getting into any of these these topics. If I have to put a little explicit thing on here, I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll put it up there on the thing because you know Kev is unfiltered, so you, you we, we may Very. get we may get some different versions of than what you're used to hearing on here. Very. But that's what I wanted to bring on 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 the podcast. I wanted there to be different things, different different um points of view, different types of uh, people on here. So I'm really excited. So we're gonna get right into it. So let me first start it out with saying. Um, Kevin and I, you know, I can remember back in the day when we grew up basically um, having similar interests. Like I know Kevin liked, liked to write and Kevin wrote a lot back when I was younger. So we had a group back in the day. And I, I think I might have talked about this on this podcast or before. Um, it was a, a company I called Half and Half. And that was like my company's name. And I, I was like, we were publishing uh, books, magazine, like we were like we were really acting like we had a whole full fledged thing. So I'm gonna let him just discuss a little bit more, like, cause we had very similar things, and like throughout time, I have old tapes and everything. So tell him a little bit more about how we grew up and like what what types of stuff we like to get into back then. So basically, um, I don't know. Well, no, I do know. Um, like you said, I, I do, I, I do, and still write. 
Um, I found myself just drawn to finding myself drawn to books and losing myself in them and then attempting to replicate in my own words the same scenarios or dramas, if you will. Um, and then coming across and then we actually, I guess, became friends, friends in the seventh grade. Mm -hmm. It was just like, oh, OK, so this dude, this dude, we have similar interests. And um, yeah, they were um, half and half and <laughs> legit this cat had me writing story ideas and if i didn't meet a certain quota by the day he wouldn't talk to me for about oh three, for about two or three days lord that was the that was the trying to the boss trying to be boss back then and you know it was just that was it was an interesting time though because yeah. we had quite a few people that that were with that and kevin used to like have these recordings like we would have radio shows and everything like that so the interest has always yeah. been yeah. there it's always been like that. So I've always had this infatuation with the industry. Now, as we grew, has your love for the industry changed at all? Have you have you thought differently about trying to be involved with like books, like publishing? I, I, I involve book writing as industry too. That's that's industry also. So what I realized very, very quickly is um, it wasn't it's not I don't believe it's meant for me to be a celebrity. Why do you say that? Um, because I because my mouth is foul. And I'm petty <laughs> as hell. And so what you're not finna do is stalk me, know what my birth date is, where I grew up, my mother's name, my so the last four digits of my social security. Right. No, we're not doing none of that. Right. What I did realize is like being a producer, being the mm -hmm. publisher or the editor, right. the behind the scenes guy, I'm cool with that because I can fade into the background and I can know that I had a contributing part to this project. I might have been the front line, the front um, front runner. I might not even been the star, but my contribution is right. what allows this project to go forward. Right, and I think there's even levels to it because when when you think about it, there's like levels to, you know, I and Kev hates when I use this term, deep industry. When you have things like the deep industry, uh -huh. like you can have a, you have a choice because even as a producer or somebody that's there, you can still be very involved in the end, like deeply involved exactly. and not be in the background at all. Exactly. So there's people like let's say Jordan Peele, like different people, like he acted a little bit, but you still see his name out front. Exactly. So I think that there's there's you you get a choice of kind of what you want to do in that in those types of. But do you really get a choice though? Because we have some people that walk into the industry and are given the red carpet is rolled out to them. We have others that have legitimate A-list talent and they're paid dust. Yeah, that's very, very true. Like we, we can definitely say that because me and him definitely sit down and talk about a lot of this because he knows I'm very pop culture involved. I like to keep up with what's going on with pop culture, but we get to talk about different things like from music and films and different things like that. But when we when we begin to talk about those things, we start to see these trends and different things that are popping up to where somebody will have a huge come up all of a sudden and it'll be from something really dumb that that really involved to me involves no talent. It was just a whim like you. You became big off of a whim exactly. and then you're getting brand deal record deal exactly. like you're getting all of this and you're coming up off exactly. of the heels of so many other you know people that have worked very hard in this craft so i think part of i think a part of that is that is media itself is changing social media has literally took the rest of media and flipped it on top of his head yeah you know yeah and so um, individuals who would not normally have a voice, who would not normally have a platform, all of a sudden, at the click of a mouse, now have the audience of whoever is willing to 
to listen or to consume what it is that they're putting out there. Correct. And so, so let's use let's use music music musicians or singers. Let's use vocalists as an mm-hmm. example. So prior to the advent of social media, singer, you know what I'm saying, had two avenues. They sang in church, mm-hmm. or they had some type of former training. Mm-hmm. They then would go on and become background vocalists for a major record company. Right. There was this amount of time that was used to nurture both the individual and their talent yeah. so that when it was time to say, hey, now presenting Brandy Norwood, now presenting Beyonce Knowles, ready. they were ready. Ready. Versus, and I love them to death. Prime example, Chloe and Hallie. Mm-hmm. Love them to death. Mm-hmm. It was just like out of nowhere off of social media or even yeah. Justin Bieber. Here yeah. we are. And yeah. it was just like, did you have time to really hone in yeah, that craft and exactly. have a chance to learn it? I'm really glad that Chloe and Holly are under the tutelage of Beyonce because she, she can help them in those areas. But I still feel like in certain aspects, it came very fast. You know, it came exactly. fast. And I know they've been doing it for a long time since they were children. Yeah. Since they were children. But I yeah. still think there's so many different aspects that you have to learn and you have to nurture. But I do think that Chloe and Holly did have some time because I've seen some old videos of them doing some things with like opera and different things like that back in the day where they probably weren't churched but it, they had they, they had the experience of that so I, I can't say that they haven't been told they have they haven't been totally nurtured but i still feel like there's a process and people are, they're they're coming and and growing so quickly i can go over to rappers too you know we have a lot of rappers that are presented and put before us right now that haven't they've had a lick of a couple mixtapes and now they're huge uh, huger than ever and i'm not saying there's anything wrong with a, a quick or having a, a a great come up but there are certain things that i feel like you have to get used to like i watch the the the, the careers of different rappers having these establishments and they they're going out on tour they're touring with with higher up rappers and 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 going out and doing their thing and not necessarily having to necessarily just be uh just being thrown out here that's why some of you haven't seen some of these rappers having full concerts you haven't exactly. even seen them do anything because they don't know and I'm, I'm glad you bring up hip-hop yeah. so what a, i don't know if a lot of people have done this is maybe stands have if you look at some of the ages of some of these individuals jay-z nas um two chains mm-hmm. the average age of a, of, the, of these rappers is well over 40 right Right, which means they spent the first <laughs> twenty years, first yeah. twenty, maybe the, the first half of their life, yeah. just trying to get heard. Yeah, but in the midst of trying to get heard, like you said, they've dropped mistapes. They've done underground, underground SoundCloud or underground SoundCloud followings or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, and now the average, I, the average age of, of new hip hop artists coming out is a lot lower. Yeah, like it's... well, well under thirty. That's how it is. It is presented now, and it's like, where do you have the time to really, to really build yourself and do different things? But like you were just saying earlier, a lot of people that have studied or have that talent or have that drive and want to continue things, because like I could have very well been like, you know what? I don't really want to even do anything else. Like I just want to go get a nine to five or just be, you know, I don't want to have a creative outlet. Forget right. it. Right. But there's something inside of you. There's a passion. There's a burning that continues to make you want to. Uh, continue on that path continue to 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 strive towards things even though it gets discouraging sometimes because you see so many people out here that are having these quick comments not like i want to have a come up but it's more like i do have something to impart to the world i do have something that i want to say i do have something that i want to share you know i have things that i would like to share and so those are the things that that really get me and that's why i've always had like i said since we were younger 
though that we've had those drives and those things we played in the band like me and kevin were in the band so we were always around music that like music exactly. has been something that we we've never taken for granted so we've we when we start going on a tangent about music usually we know what we're talking about because it's like we have exactly. listened to it we were always around it like we'd be on the bus exactly. jamming to different cds exactly. and music all the time so it, we when when you come to think of it when i think about it in a way um band is almost per, like it almost prepares you to really maybe be part of an industry or do something because that's another, that's, that's another, another form of preparation yep. um who's a good example of this um pharrell Pharrell yes. was in it. Pharrell was in band in yeah. Virginia, and it, you can actually hear it mm -hmm. in his, the in the tracks that he's created, the beats he's created. I believe Timbaland was in, was involved heavily involved with mm -hmm. um, some form of um, either jazz band or um, concert band or whatnot. Right. But you can hear it in in how different yet distinct his sound has. Right, it's it's the truth. It's the truth. And when I when I think about. Uh, just not only music and I start to expand onto other forms of the industry that we do talk about often too we talk about films and the unoriginality of what we have right now Baby. in films <laughs> like that's a whole nother thing like the, that's that's what I'm talking about you have all of these genius people that are out here with all these wonderful and great ideas David let me say this if y'all remake one more motherfucking <laughs> film from my childhood I'm a scream we did not ask for a set it off remake yet. Oh God. Yet Issa Rae has been in talks Talk of wanting to do it. it. Oh we do not need any more Ghostbusters. No. I don't want to see another Transformer remake. Like, <laughs> like, and the sad part is, is it when you when you survey the various film festivals, there is originality out there. Yeah, it's being reached over yeah. to for a guaranteed payday for something that they think. Yeah. The younger generation will connect with. That's the truth. And what and some of the remakes have been good. Yeah, most of me have been bad. Have been bad. Yeah, it's be well. That's why I'm saying they're not diversifying. They're not actually going out to get those people. They're sticking with the same people. Mm -hmm. And some of the same people that I'm not gonna say like they might have had a quick come up in, in something that they presented, and mm -hmm. they feel like that formula is gonna be the best way to do it. I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I was just telling, um, I was recording another episode and I was just telling, um, talking to my friend Chris about that. And I was saying, like, I'm I'm going to be doing a future episode. I don't know where this 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 episode is going to land, but I have an episode. It's going to be called uh, Favor versus Formula. Like, you can definitely have a formula that you use in the industry that you can continue trying to repeat, 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 repeat. But if you don't have that favor on top of it or you don't have something that, that is actually tangible that people actually like because it's original or that it really comes from it really comes from genuine genuine things it's not just trying to reach out and find exactly. another another thing that that might have hit they're always exactly. trying to find something that hit that's the exactly. same thing they're doing in music so they're trying to find a film that maybe hit and got good ratings some things need to be left alone exactly. you know certain movies that come out that do very well and then y'all try to make a part two and i'm like what are you doing it's exactly. only worked a few times it's like why so prime example so I'm gonna take let's let's go all the way back to the mid 1980s. So mid 1980s, and I forget the forgive me because I forget the the gentleman's name. A manager just finds a group of five guys who will later later be known as New Edition. Mm. They blow up, and for whatever reason, they part ways. What mm. a lot of people don't know is this same manager went back to Boston because that's where New Edition is from. Mm -hmm. He found another five guys, except they were white. Oh my goodness. That group is known as New Kids on the Block. Oh my Which gosh. group popped hotter? 
Yeah. New Kids did. Yeah. New Kids outsold New Edition almost two to one at, at, at their height. Mm. Are they popular now? Who has the more staying power? New Edition. Let's not even get into that because that touches on a whole other thing about culture and how how things have been very stripped from, but, from our ideas. Exactly. But they figure, oh, well, if I can do it with this this group of people, I can do the same thing. No, it doesn't have this. No, it wouldn't have the same. It didn't it still have the same effect. You know, it it's, it's different. So it wasn't gonna. Mm-hmm. What did you think it was gonna reach the R and B? You thought it was gonna reach like they thought New Kids on the Block was gonna reach the R and B market. They no. they were this close to crossing over to R and B, but they they're pretty much considered pop. Yeah, I and mean, that's New what they and, and they and, yeah they were pop. Yeah, that's that's and most it definitely. was their again their staying power. It was like at their height. I think it only lasted maybe ten years, and then they slowly start to fade to decline yeah. because because they're you're again looking at someone else's someone else's uh basically formula trying to produce the same thing but you don't have the favor upon you you don't have you don't you're not you don't have the extra uh, we, i mean it was like anointing or oil you don't have the extra oil <laughs> you have the extra oil on you to get you to those points so it really confuses me though because in, in this in this industry like i always i've always looked at art as something that continues to be um evolving like uh, art should always grow art should always be around like i don't know why people think that we're out of ideas for for ways to be artistic um i think they i i believe industry now thinks in terms of cash dollars Mm. what's the big what's the fastest way to get the biggest return on investment right right and that and i think that's And and it reflects on how quickly they push artists out yeah, that's sunk over into a lot of different things. I think even with with uh, pr- uh, Instagram presence, like having social, like being an influencer and different things like that, exactly. it's now very money driven. How can we make money off of this? What can we do in order to push ahead? Um, you know, push exactly. ahead this person that has this little bit of talent that still hasn't been developed. We mm-hmm. have many examples of that. People that come out and our Instagram. Like they have no kind of training at all, but they hit it big with a nice video. They got a lot of views and they continue to try to make content, but they have really haven't been molded and made into the the exactly. stars that they can be. Exactly. I've seen a few come through the, cla- the, through the cracks exactly. or slip through the cracks, but it's not often. Well, and then with that also, and I've, I've had this discussion with you too, I wish the United States used, I call it the UK method, the United Kingdom, the British method. So in America... To me, it appears if you have the look, mm-hmm. we can give you the voice. We can give <laughs> you the talent. We can make it appear as if you have you have you have all the talent in the world. Oh, and, until you get on a live stage with a microphone in front yeah. of you, and this may be why certain artists haven't done a tour yet. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that alone. Yeah. I want y'all to think I'm hating. Right. No. Versus in the UK. We versus in the UK. Oh, we hate. We oh, okay. Right. Versus in the UK. If you cannot sing, if you do not have, if right. you cannot rap. Yeah. If you cannot grasp them with your talent, they yeah. won't. They don't care what this looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of like who's a good example of this? Um, not Susan. I don't want to say Susan Boyle. I, 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 nah, Susan. I don't, <laughs> don't want to say Susan Boyle. Boyle. Um, oh. What's my girl rolling in the deep? Uh, Adele. Adele. Mm-hmm. I've told David this before. Had Adele. Been been an American, we would not know what Rolling in the Deep was. True, I as good as she sounds, I no. Yeah, yeah. She was that was only possible in the UK. I think. 
I've noticed that a lot, you know, even with the UK, even in acting, you know, when you get UK actors and stuff like that, there's a different method. There's a different training that they have for singing, for acting, all of that stuff. That's what we have yet to be developed. We were watching something when you were here last time with me. Um, there was a guy, I forgot what his page was, but he he was the archive, yeah, the, the, the yeah, New York archive, yeah. but he was basically talking about the way that um, people, you know, developed back in the day in America. We used to have funds set aside to let people go and learn the arts. What the heck are we doing? Specifically for the arts. Where has that gone? You know, it got cut out of the mix. And like, what are we doing? Because that's why we have all this unoriginality because everybody thinks, oh, we just need to go to work. Like, people need art. And I always am going to be an advocate for that because people always need an outlet. There is always something that somebody wants to go watch TV, listen to music, go see a play, go to the opera, go see a ballet. Like, there's always going to be, even as somebody that's sitting there painting in front of you, like, somebody's always going to want that. Exactly. And I I also think also that some people think that raw talent is enough. Mm. And it's not. No. Behind art. So I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. David is a musician. Yeah. Behind music and raw talent is theory. Mm-hmm. This applies to acting. This even applies to fine the fine arts such as painting. Yeah. There's a certain way or a certain structure that stuff is done. I I have this discussion with David all the time. There are some artists. If I I'm almost willing to bet if I was to sit down and ask someone, what key is your song in? And they would probably <laughs> and I'm and I'm willing to bet there's a few of them that'll look at me like, huh? Okay. And nah, I need you to know what key you're singing in. And the, the reason why I know it doesn't sound right is because I know you're off key. Because yeah. you're you're about a half step higher than you should be, or three steps lower than you should be. They flopping these people into the studio and tune it, auto tuning them up, and that's a, that's yeah. a, that's a cop out. Yeah, I, they as a cop. I agree with Jay Z when he said "fuck auto tune." Yeah, fuck auto tune. Right. And fuck and for, what was the other one? Auto tune. Uh, 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 yeah. All, all make all stop. of the stuff that's going. Stop. Yeah. No. I agree. You know, no. and I, it, I and you know, I think there was an art form to the original auto tune that T Pain. You know, I'm gonna take it back further. Before T Pain, there was Roger Troutman. Yes, Dayton's that on. That was called that. That was Dayton called the on. voice. That was literally called the voice machine. Come on, Dayton. So Dayton, Ohio, stand up. Dyt, stand right. up. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're it, yeah. d- done it, and done right. It sounds fine. It's the reliance of it that okay. I that, that in order to get no. yourself in tune and do exactly. everything else that you can do. So those are the things that I think about when I when I keep. Continuing to wonder if I need, if I want to be, you know, going, taking it a step further into the industry. You know, I just had, like, I just did my thing with Chris, who is done, who is doing, you know, comedy in in Dayton, and like I said, that's it's a different road that you're traveling down when you decide to start doing that and really try to make it your own. You know, so I really right now I'm just learning. You know, I guess I'm in the place where I'm just kind of learning myself and trying to learn what I can do. I always encourage Kev. So please continue writing because I said it's just so important that um, you don't ever lose that that passion or that gift or whatever it was was there because it's still there. We just don't we we have so many other things that occupy our minds that it gets us away from what you can contribute because I believe your books or whatever you were going to write can can contribute to what the world wants to see or the originality that we still need in the world today. So I I always try to let him know like please keep writing. Keep doing what you're doing. That's why I don't ever let up off of anything I do because maybe somebody will see that example of me doing that and continue doing what they're, you know, exactly. doing and, and wanna and wanna exactly. get out here and grind and do what they do. So 
I definitely wanted to just get Kev on here to talk about some things. It's always good to have him here. And I think one of the main things that I, you know, admire about, you know, Kev is even with our friendship and all the different transitions and everything that we've been through, he's been able to consistently, you know, be a friend in times of everything. You know what I'm saying? And and even when we weren't, you know, really talking much, we were able to just come back to this place and even even be transparent in a lot of things. That's that's what that's what a best friend does. That's what a that's what you're supposed to do with someone you are you are close to. So that's important to have, even in the industry, you exactly. know, to have those people that are root you and ground you or that are gonna keep it real system. with you when you just totally are running off of a tangent. You need that accountability there. So I I always I always say he is he is so so talented. Like and I, I want him to continue doing what he does because you are and I know he don't I like receive, to hear all that, nah, and you, you nah, know, nah, but nah, I received that. But you, he is that. very talented. Right, and I, right, I, right, I want right, him I to continue that. doing what he, uh, what he's intended to do because it, it it will impact the world, you know, around you. So I know you probably Kevin is very private, so I'm not. I, Chris was very willing to to share his Instagram and all that stuff. We're gonna let Kev be Kev <laughs> and do his thing, but I will let you know my. My YouTube or my my uh, Instagram is Deluxe Dave D E L U X E D A V E. If you are following me on TikTok, I'm David J D A V I D J dot Coleman C O L E M A N. I hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of revisiting the industry and industry baby or nah. Go back and listen to some of my old episodes. Tell people about this show, and if you like these guests on here, let me know also. Once again, you are unique. You are loved and you are created for greatness. Till next time, holla. Peace.